Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know you know that voice, the Willow Wilson Hour is back by popular demand. And this time I'm um, I'm joined by my OTG family, deep from the A43, Janelle, and of course the first lady of OTG, Natasha. And we're gonna be bringing to you what what was a great weekend of boxing. We've got we got to see somebody prove that they're a real champion in the welterweight division, and we also got to see a UK brother proved exactly what I've been saying for the last two to three years that I've been on this show. But, you know, as always, uh, ladies first. Unlike Suge, I'm not going to go on this long tirade about uh, what's been going on and how everything is bad or in boxing. We had a great week. Let's talk about the fight last night. One time, Keith Thurman against Danny Swift Garcia for the WBC World and the WBA Super World welterweight title. Um, it was a split decision uh, for Keith Thurman, um, which I thought was, you know, was was BS. But you know, that's he, that's neither here nor there. Let's get. Uh, I want to go to Natasha first, ladies first. How have you been, Natasha? It's been a long time. We haven't, you know. We're glad you yeah, it's been a while. So good to be back. Um, I rarely ever get to enjoy a full day of boxing like I did yesterday. I watched all the fights. So that was great. But, of course, I was the most curious about Thurman versus Garcia. Um, if you read the OTG fan page on Facebook, you saw my pick was Thurman. But my pick is usually the kiss of death. It's kind of like D from the A43, and I have that in common. We used to call him the magic minus eight ball. I've become that. And basically everybody that I want to win ends up losing. But I feel like the curse is broken. Um, Thurman did win. I thought the split decision was very um, sketchy. And when they had announced it as a split decision, I was getting ready to throw things at the TV because I thought they were going to give Danny Garcia another gift, even though the... The split decision was a gift as as well, if we want to be honest. It should have been a unanimous decision against Garcia. Um, but I was really happy to see him win and to finally actually get awarded the win. I felt like this was really a boxing fans fight, like a real... Not, it wasn't a good fight for the casuals, I don't think. And in the conversations that I've had since the fight, it's pretty apparent to me that only really long-time fans would really appreciate this fight because we are able to see the mental battle that goes on in the ring. And there was a huge fight for ring generalship in this fight. Um, if you're not attuned to that, you might not see it. You know, every fight can't be Gotti Ward. You know, there's gonna, there are other aspects to boxing than just hitting. And this, this 
fight had all of it. I mean, it was hit, not get hit, keeping your hands busy, and who owns the ring, who's cutting it off better. And Keith Thurman got all my checks on, on those departments, so he really did deserve this win. I'm glad they gave it to him. I don't know how you all saw the fight, but I actually was really, it went by really quickly for me because I thought it was very exciting. Oh, no, definitely. Oh, yeah. you, what, what, did you have a score? Was it lopsided? Was it easy work? I thought personally oh. that Danny Garcia might have won two, maybe three rounds. Three, yeah. It I had three very, rounds for Garcia. I had that easy work, very easy work. Uh, Danny should be, Danny should be uh, embarrassed. Um, but he's a small guy. Like I said, uh, you know, I, I predicted a knockout, you know, just out of hate, you know, more out of hate than anything else. But <laughs> Keith Thurman is too, was too fast for him. He was too big, um, you know. And, and Danny looked good in there, and, and you know he didn't get he didn't get abused in there. He, he you know, but he didn't he didn't win too many rounds. So you know, I had it. Uh, I think I had him winning three rounds, and and one of them I think I just gave it just because you know it was close, and you know because it was close. Yeah, I did round, the same thing. You know, but speaking of pity, let me. Uh, we got to call. We we got to bring in the biggest. Danny Garcia, fan of all, Garcia. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to bring him in. While I'm doing this, AD, how did you see the fight? You know, I, I know you had Thurman winning by KO like me. You know, you've had a good oh, yeah. string of, uh, you've been You've been making a good string of picks, you know, uh, sliding on everything I say. You know, you've been making the exact oh, same man. picks that I've been making since Keep 17. Going, so baby. you're on a, you're on a roll. Um, so how did you see how did you see the, see the fight? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Exactly how I thought. Hey man, uh, Thurman looked like I told. Hey, I said Thurman could look like Ali in there at times, <laughs> and he was he was doing his thing, man, and uh, it looked lovely. Hey, he was getting clipped a little bit here and there, but it wasn't fading him though. I mean, uh, Danny's so flat-footed, and I think that you know I knew that was going to be a factor in it. <clears throat> he can't move like Thurman, and. Uh, you know, we were all jumping down, man. It was about, I don't know, maybe 45, 50 people in the bar while I was watching. And uh, everybody was like, oh, yeah, he's getting knocked out. I said, Duh, let's see what happens, you know. Um, the first couple of rounds there when he when he rocked Danny. And then first, I said, okay, and then, the bell, and then the bell rang. Mm-hmm, okay. That was that first round. And then the bell rang. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I believe he was a little shook a little bit. Uh, and... Hey, I said, nah, I ain't over yet, man. And then the bell rang, you know. And uh, I liked how each one of them, they were trying to steal the ends of the rounds. I wish, you know, Thurman would have picked it up a little bit before the rounds had ended a few of those rounds. Uh, he might he might could have got him out of there at some point if he had just turned it up a little bit before uh, the end of the round at times. Yeah, I got a lot. I saw a lot on the internet from uh, a lot of the team Garcia guys saying that you know uh, Keith Thurman was running, you know, um, and and saying that he was losing those rounds when he was running. I didn't see a lot of running. I saw a lot of boxing. I saw a lot of movement. I saw a lot of jabbing at the end. I saw him doing a smart fight. I think he said he got hit um, a couple of times, and he said that Danny was punching hard, so he didn't. I don't think he wanted to go in there and get knocked out. And it was shocked me. Yeah, every now and then mm-hmm. they were exchanging. You know, it was a pretty good fight. Like I said, I was at I was at a bar too. I was out there in New Orleans mm-hmm. this weekend, and you know they had it pretty hype in there. P. 
people were, you know, you could tell the real fight fans were enjoying the fight because it was it was boxing. What we saw yesterday was boxing. It wasn't a brawl. It was just straight boxing. So that's not for everybody. But, you know, I thought it was a pretty good show, man. Oh, so. Yeah, I mean, it was two top-notch uh, guys, man, and uh, I believe we got we got exactly what we was what we was expecting to get with that. You know, Thurman Thurman was touching that body more than I thought. I said, okay, uh, Danny was hitting him in the body, but uh, Thurman was clapping him a few times in that body, man. I think that kind of messed with him a little bit too, and uh, he couldn't hit uh, he couldn't hit Thurman up top that much, you know. I noticed that too, and uh, that was a great fight, man. Yeah, I want to see a rematch. No, I don't. I don't think we ought to get the rematch right off the bat like that. I don't want to see a rematch real quick like that. Let's see what happens with these other guys with Brooke. Well, his daddy and, said uh, no Brooke rematch. Mm-hmm. His dad said no rematch. He didn't want a rematch. Yeah, he, fucking... thought he, he thought he won. And uh, yeah, but before before we get to the pity party, let's hear what Janelle had to say about it, and then we'll bring on. You know, team, it's a team Garcia representative. Janelle, what'd you think, my man? Yeah, what's going on? Before we go to Janelle, remember, whatever he says, he didn't make a pick last week. He couldn't go with it. You know, he said that Thurman, <laughs> he, he was down talking Thurman for like five minutes last week, but he wouldn't pick Garcia. So I just want to, I leave, wasn't... I just want to leave with that before you come in. Let's listen, listen. You told us. Let's listen. Okay, what I always said about Keith Thurman is that he's a very mature fighter, and he showed it last night in the beginning of the fight. He came out swinging wild, loading up, swinging wild. This is what I always said. Is that like, okay, by, by, about how he was the one to beat Floyd at 147? I'm like, no. I mean, my eyes, is Kell Brook. And again, he showed it again last night. You saw how he was swinging wild, loading up in the very, very first round. His very first punches, he was throwing wild haymakers head down and just swinging for the fences. It's like, that's immature of a fighter. I mean, Danny Garcia is not uh, like the most elite defender, but against an elite defender, that would pay. I mean, I mean that would be problems for him. But what I saw last night, I didn't see Danny Swift Garcia. It was Danny Stiff Garcia. He was very stiff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, oh, uh, Danny Garcia does show good timing in his career, but again, he never showed against a guy that, that actually moves the way uh, 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 Keith moved last night. Yeah, I mean, he did a lot of movement. I mean, he got counted at times. Um, he did some pretty good things. Um. I mean, I, I mean, it was a good fight. You know I mean, just um, I didn't pick a winner. I'll admit that because I just, I just didn't know what to go with. You know what I'm saying? Every time you always count Danny Garcia out, he always rises to the occasion. You know what I mean, I thought he lost to Herrera, yes, but we, okay, we all expected him to win that fight, didn't we? I mean, like Matisse, everybody thought he was gonna get killed. He rose to the occasion. Same thing with Mike Khan. I picked, I picked Khan in that fight, and he, and he rose to the occasion. He surpassed him. Now so it's like you know, I mean, it was just hard. It was, it was hard picking against a guy like that again. Let's that was fair. hard to do again. Let's be fair to Thurman, though, Janelle. If you saw the post-fight interview, he told us exactly what he was. He came in there to do that first round, and that was to make him feel the power. That's what he said. I'm he saying, but he always does. No, no, I'm he always you does said, that. Oh, he always does he, that. But he also, after he did that for one round, then he boxed for eleven no, rounds. No. And you said he's not going to do that. I seen plenty of times, even after the first round, he was loading up and swinging for the fences. But after a while, he settled down some, and that's when he matured later on in the fight. But I'm saying, so he matured so, later. So he's he's yes. not immature anymore. He matured in that fight. No, oh no, he is. He will continue to do that again. He will continue to do that again. 
he will continue to, you know what I'm saying, to just swing for the fences early in the fight, loading up with his shots. And as you saw, like, he was getting a big gas down the stretch. And reason why, because he loading up early in the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think that's what won him the fight, though, Janelle. Who? Huh? Him him going after him like that in the beginning of that fight. That's what won him that fight for the first four or five rounds, I think. I mean, um, you could say that. I I was just saying, like, my pick for him uh, not to beat Floyd Mayweather because he's too immature to beat Floyd Mayweather. This is what we were debating about, like, like a last year. And I was telling people, okay, he loads up early in the fight. And I was always saying Kell Brook was the one because he's more stim- stim- uh, he's more nimble. You know I mean? He, he picks his shots better. You know what I mean? He did, sets up his knockouts. He doesn't go looking for knockouts. Why do, hey, like, let me ask you this. Why do you think, uh, why don't you think uh, Garcia couldn't counter him like the way a lot of people were saying? Oh, no, he was at times, but again, his power wasn't as devastating as it was at 140. He countered Thurman a lot in that fight. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got to have Janelle's back. I've got to have really. Janelle's back here. It, it's kind of weird, and it's ironic, because um, Thurman did rock Garcia in that first round. But I have to say, other than that, um, he was so wild and all over the place. I actually thought, oh, he's going to lose this fight. If he doesn't settle down, calm exactly. down, start yeah. using his brain, he's going to lose this fight because there's so opportun- so many opportunities um, for counters there. As soon as Danny gets his timing, which is what the first few rounds are for, he's done if he, can- if he continues this way. So, Janelle, I saw what you saw. I don't know about immature. I think it's more... Um, I think there's a better way to show power, to make your opponent fear your power, than, than doing it that way. He was wild all over the place, making all kinds of mistakes actually reminded me of Manny Pacquiao in that in that fight against Marquez. Marquez. Doing the same thing, being all wild, and all it took was one perfect counterpunch. But you know what, though? To just flatten Pacquiao. Natasha. And exactly what Thurman was on his way to had he continued with that game plan. Um, you know, that being said, Garcia is a really good and probably underrated counterpuncher, but the fact I mean, that he, he had to rely on counterpunches counter for the rest of that fight really shows that Thurman won the mental battle for ring generalship. Um, Danny Garcia was not, he was not the one setting the pace and setting the tone, none of that, which is what he usually does. And all the fights that you mentioned, Janelle, he, he won the mental battle. He's the one who kind of pursued the fighter, got them, cut the ring off, whatever it was. He's not great at cutting the ring off, let's be honest. But no, no, he's he, not, he's he not. does have that one-punch KO power. And I think at that's what made it exciting for me was that any moment, if Keith Thurman got a little bit wild again, he could be out cold in two seconds. So <laughs> that's what made it exciting for me. But I agree with Janelle. To that, to that point of coming out all wild like that against the wrong person, man, that is just going to fail, and it's going to make him look bad. I, I agree to a certain point, but I, I understand what D, for what Will is saying is that it's part of his game plan to try and throw people yeah, off. I mean, you got to gauge, and that was the perfect time to gauge it, though, in the beginning like that. I think that was smart, him doing that, personally. You got to see where he's at. Let's see how he's going to take it. I'm I'm just, you don't want to wait for the eight. You don't want to wait till the seventh, eighth round to try no, to do no, something like that. I'm not saying that. It's like it's a way of okay. For instance, okay, set up your knockouts, or you go looking for knockouts. And setting up your knockout is actually very more mature. If you watch Kell Brook, he never swings for the fences. Like he always sets it up. Oh, same thing with Errol Spence. Errol Spence does it too. He's patient and he sets it up. But a guy, I mean, I mean, the wrong counterpuncher. 
I mean, Danny Garcia was counting him at times, but again, the power wasn't that effective as it was against, say, like Americana at 140. I mean, he was catching him with good uh, shots coming in as Thurman was coming in, but again, it wasn't that effective. I mean, but against a guy who has better power, I mean, if, if Thurman comes in like that, I mean, I mean, it's going to be problems. Yeah, we're just going to have to see about that. I know Janelle has uh, – I don't know what it is. I've been, I've, I've been saying about Thurman for a long time now. You've been hating on Thurman for a long time. No, no, no. But, no, no, it's not hate. I have yeah. every boxer out there. Who doesn't have criticism? I criticize everyone. Everyone has has room for criticize. No, I understand that. Criticism. I criticize Kawasaki. I criticize Tyson in his prime at times. I criticize everyone has criticism. You know what I mean? You can criticize anyone. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's just all I have against Thurman. It, it's no it's no hate. It's just like, hey, this is a flaw in his game, in his mental game. No, I'm I must have read a hundred comments where they're saying uh uh where they're saying uh uh, Spence is, would like kill him. Yeah, about no, we're, not, hey, we're not saying kill him. Hey, we're not there yeah. yet, D. Right. Yeah, it's an interesting not, fight. Right. I won't say hey, kill him. Hey, we're not there yet, guys. We're gonna we're gonna talk about where we think these guys should go. But uh, but before we get to the pity party, I want to say real quick that I think you know Thur- uh, Thurman was in there swinging swinging wild and trying to exchange, but Danny was in there making a miss. Danny's defense was looking hella good last night. He was making little subtle moves, getting down there, moving in and out. Getting and his on output out of there. was low as hell. He looked like Broner with his output. Because he was he getting. He looked like Broner last night with his the output. Reason, put- and the reason why I think, I wasn't in there, but the reason why I think is because Thurman came in there the first round and showed him what he was going to have to deal with. And from then on, mm-hmm. it's hard to throw those punches when you know this guy can knock you out. Now, let's go to the pity party. My man from the Central Valley, Team Garcia's number one fan, my boy, R.C. What's up, R.C.? You all right? You a little, <laughs> you know, you're a little drowsy this morning, I know. So, you know, just making sure you're all right. Everything cool? All is good in the world. How's everybody doing? First cousins, now yeah. this, man. You, you going to be all right? You forgot Kaepernick, too. It looks like hey, he's Kaepernick. leaving me, too. Oh, man. Hey, oh. hey. It's a rough month for you, man. But hey, we're here for you, Danny. Danny Swift Garcia didn't look bad. He just got uh, just got done bad. Easy work. How'd you see it? How'd you well, see it? Well, uh, man, you know I seen Danny winning a lot of those rounds. The first two minutes, first two on, minutes, man. he was taking those rounds easily, man. And then he'd get buzzed up with something, and Keith Thurman would take over the last minute or fifty seconds of the fight. And you know he was landing him with some good shots. Thurman was buzzing him. You know, Danny could take a hell of a punch, man, if he was getting hit with those shots last night. Thurman was, uh, he, he had me a little shook, man, after that first round. I was like, oh, shit. Um, but, you know, hats off to Keith Thurman, you know, class class act. Um, uh, the post-fight interview and all this. Keith Thurman is a, um, he's a really good, he's a good piece to the puzzle of boxing. So I I, I wish him the, what, the best in the future, man. I want to see what he does, and hopefully he could get some other things going on. Maybe Spence, everyone's talking about it. Or a rematch, but there's just let him chill out, get this win, and let Danny go back to the drawing board because yeah, he had a very low output, but you know uh, he he was dealing with a dangerous fighter in there last night. But the way I seen it was, I had it one fifteen, one thirteen Garcia, but I could see how some of those judges whoa 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 whoa, whoa 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 I've been on that shit last night. Whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, that's good, good. Had something, man. 
Hey, you go see a guy. Must have went to the head honcho in that valley. Oh man, so I can see it. That shit is good too, man. So RC, that fucking butt out there is. When you saw, when you heard the split decision, and uh, the first guy had it like, um, I think he had Thurman winning by four points, maybe, right? And then the second guy right. had uh, had Garcia up by, uh, I think it was thirteen to fifteen, right? So when you heard that, were you did you were you feeling like Danny Garcia did? Because it looked like he really thought he was about to win. Did you think he was going to win, or did you know? Because you know you're a smart guy, RC. And, uh, you know, emotions out. I think you know that that was easy work. When they said the split decision, I mean, did you think he was going to get the gift? Did you think the gift was coming? Well, I mean, <laughs> the way he was that... on the, the edge way, of that seat. The way Keith Thurman finished that fight, of course. You can't close out the show like that. He left the window open for opportunity to get that win the last three, four rounds. So, of course, I think Danny Garcia took over the second half of the fight. Um, but... When um when they said split decision, uh, you just kind of you kind of hold your breath for a second. But um like I said, I wasn't upset. Um, Keith Thurman, hell of a fighter, hell of a fighter. So uh, I I can see how it could go that way of the first judge. And I remember one of the judges had the twelfth round going to Keith Thurman. Like how? I, I don't understand that. But um it, there's no sour grapes. So um and you know Danny Garcia took it like a champ too. He you know you hear him complaining. You hear Angel Garcia, but whatever. Uh, oh, that dude's it, an embarrassment, good. Danny man. Yeah, it's hey, that yeah. dude's homo. I think he's homo on the low. Did y'all see that after the fight interview? Yeah. Easy with the accusation. Come on, man. That dude's a homo. Man. You don't do shit like that. You don't say shit like that, man. What did he say this time? I didn't. Hey, he's talking about the dude's dick. Come on, he ain't got no dick. Excuse me, Josh. Come on, man. Yeah, we got ladies <laughs> on here, man. Yeah, ladies present, I think, man. I think, I think Danny Garcia feels a bit embarrassed about his father at times. I really do. I really do, man. But, of course, he won't fire him because that's his dad. But I think he really feels embarrassed that his, you know, his dad is just, like, it, it's just literally embarrassing him and his family. So with, with he Garcia, embarrassed, man. Hey, Natasha, did you, did you notice how Garcia didn't really have a uh, plan B? You know, do you think it's time for him to move away from his dad? And get a real uh, It's been time for a long time, but that's not going to happen. We all we all know that that's not going to happen. I actually was at the wild card when Sean Porter and his dad came into town, and Sean was at the point where he kind of wanted to maybe explore the idea of having a different trainer and maybe have Freddie and his father in the corner. It just doesn't work out when it's a relationship that that's that's that tight, and the dad is. It'll so, happen past his prime. Yeah, it, I don't even That's think it so. It always happens. It always happens past their prime. It happened with Shane Something. Mosley. I mean, it happened with I, a lot of guys past their prime. Oh, Jab, Judas, Shane Mosley. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> You're right. Maybe in the it, when it's too late, it'll happen. It, exactly, but I, I exactly. wish it would happen soon because Angel Garcia is like the real-life version of like yeah. a, of a pop-up ad where you just want to <laughs> get to the X as fast as possible. <laughs> it's so flipping annoying, and it's like buzzing in your <clears throat> in your eye and in your ear you're like oh my god get that off my computer he's like the real life version of that everything that comes out of his mouth his voice itself is just such it's like toxic poison for your for your iq you just listen you just listen to the sound of your iq dropping as you listen to him talk <laughs> so he's not gonna drop his pops because he's also business partners with his father and there's right. apartment complexes out in Philadelphia together so it's like if he drops his that's dad, not gonna happen yeah, yeah it's yeah. not gonna happen well, seriously it's really not gonna happen that too I think well, he literally is afraid of his dad too. So, 
It's what like you jabbing your well, Judah. What are we gonna say, I'm gonna say, man, I done been around a few junkies in my day. No, he did. He remind me with the hey, shit that comes out of his mouth. He remind me of some of these junkies, man, that I listened to over the years. Yeah, I, I just a, don't think he's mentally well. Like I don't I think know he on he's that mentally disturbed, but I don't know what what it is. But he's clearly not mentally healthy per se. Like he's not Tony Robbins or something. Like he's not going to lead any <laughs> inspiring motivational speakers or anything. Like, you know, he's not like that. But um, you know, I I don't see them parting ways anytime soon. But I will say this because I think now that the age of of Danny Garcia getting the gifts and being the boxing darling and all that. I think that age is now over. And so I look forward to more losses being handed to him, rightfully so, because it pisses Angel Garcia off. That was the best <laughs> part of the fight for me, was actually watching and seeing just how seething he was and how pissed he was. And, like, his nose and his mouth almost meet because they're all crooked and cr- cratchety. <laughs> it was awesome. That was, like, the best part for me. I actually don't have a – I think Danny Garcia has been underrated for a long time because of the gifts. They're kind of – everything's a double-edged sword in life, and, a, and a, there's no exception in boxing. All those gifts actually really undercut his talent because people like me or people like some of our listeners are like, oh, he's nothing. He's a fake champion. They keep giving him all this stuff. You know what? He is a good fighter. That dude can fight. And I think all of his talents have been undermined by our vitriol against his dad and the gifts that he never asked for. So, like, maybe now that pressure is off. Maybe we'll see him in a renaissance phase to his career, and we'll see some really good fights with Danny Garcia. Regardless, I'll be so happy when he loses just because of his dad, which is which is really a shame. Like, I'm ashamed to even admit that, but I really can't stand him until Garcia. Uh, yeah. Hey, we feel you. I, I'm the same way. Um, I, I am a Danny Garcia fan, and after the fight, I'm not going to lie, I was a little sad that he lost, even though I'm a bigger Thurman fan, but I am a fan of Danny Garcia. His father just rubs me the wrong way, and, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, maybe we'll see. We'll see. He's going to have to do something with his dad. Personally. You know, but let's, uh, but, um, personally. go ahead, D. I would say personally, I don't know if you want to move to the, you know, future, but personally, I'd like to see him, I'd like to see him against R.C.'s other boy. I think he ought to go down to 140. Yeah, that's uh, he's gonna... short, uh, yeah. you know, and these oh, other guys are 140. Yeah, Broner. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think are, that's a good fight. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to see. I wanted to go to oh, But I don't think Danny can make Wait, wait. Oh. Broner is at 150, though, self-admittedly. So you <laughs> would have to do a catchway fight. Uh, yeah, I want to go to RC. RC, what do you see in the future for Danny Garcia, man? What do you think he should do? This is your guy. If you're calling Angel up today, what are you telling him? Hey, we need to build him back up. We got we got to call Rod Tucker. We got to get those guys back in the ring with him cuz he needs some he need a confidence boost right now. This is a tough fight and a tough loss. I'm joking, guys. Um you're not I don't joking. know. You're not joking. That no, was, I'm <laughs> joking. There was a little truth in that. He did look yeah. defeated. He looked defeated last <laughs> night, man. Like straight up. And it made me sad to see my guy look defeated out there. And I know you were a little sad too, RC. So what you want to see him you don't want to see him in with the big dogs right back. You want to see him like get a soccer, get somebody to, a, a good tune up. No, nah, I'm just for, kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, the winner if, of Berto if, if, and Porter, or you know, 
that might be what it is. Like if Al Heyman is really doing this best fighters fighting the best or with, with the way Danny coming off a loss and uh, I don't think that Porter was going to get the winner of these fighters anyway or like how he said he wanted the winner of this fight it's not going to happen so maybe it would go to the loser side of it um, maybe Danny would get that and then you know um, he could um, he could more acclimate himself to the weight class because he proved last night that he could take a shot from one of the big hitters of the division a full-fledged welterweight who you know yeah. got a couple shots when he got his all into him and you know Danny Danny ate those punches you know and um so I think he proved he showed a lot to a lot of people last night he felt um, it I think a lot of people thought that he was going to get knocked out after he took some of those big buzzing shots so um it wasn't all bad for Danny last night you got to take the good with the bad and um that's just what he got to look forward to right now is just uh um getting more active and and getting himself um another tough fight because he's already had enough tune-ups to be honest with you Ken, I, just a question, just a, a question for you. Do you think, can he beat Jesse Vargas? Um, yeah. yeah, I think he could beat Jesse Vargas at welterweight. Yeah. Janelle, what do you think, um, what do you think? What do you like Garcia's? him for? What was that question? No, no, I'm just, I was just looking at, I was just looking at the top 10 welterweights and seeing, <coughs> and I was just seeing who I think Danny Garcia can beat, and it's not too many of them. Vargas is one of them. Diaz is one of them. Porter probably and Cons. You know, I'd be a good fight. Him and Porter would be a good fight. You know, because um, Porter would be there to get hit. Yeah. And you know, I mean, he would be there to get hit. And Danny Garcia, you know, what I mean, I think he'll be the one showing some movement, and trying to counter him as he coming in with his little bull rushing tactics. What do you, you know think? I mean? he I think I think even Porter or Broner. But if he if he had one if he stayed at one forty seven, I want to see Porter. I think that, see, I, I think that'd be a good. But what if Bert, I, I so you think? think so you think he's uh, Porter's going to be Berto? That's a given. Oh yeah, man. Everybody I, agrees. I mean, Berto's been finished, man. He's been done. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So what about Thurman? What do you think? Uh, what do we think Keith Thurman can uh, should do? I next? want Thurman to oh, the winner of Kel Brook Errol Spence. I believe. I believe his mandatory is Peterson, if I'm mistaken. Old us. Uh, Oh, skin tight Lamont Peterson, skin tight shorts. Yeah. Oh, I, so I, I would I take that. that. I would take that and uh, see how these feathers feathers get. Uh, see how see how things go. See how the landscape go after that. I Maybe think, fight uh, at the end of the year. I think, I think personally that he should try to go just like we were talking about last uh, last week. The business move, business decisions. I think his best decision would be is to um, fight. Manny Pacquiao's old ass. Uh, I know that's Natasha's boy, but fight uh, Manny Pacquiao and then fight Spence or Brooke to unify. And that'll be, I think that's, that would be the biggest fight. Um, that's the biggest fight in the welterweight. I think it's Thurman against Spence or Thurman versus Brooke. Whoever wins that against Thurman is the biggest fight. I think he should go and get that belt from Pacquiao first, then put that mega fight on. What, what do you think, um, Natasha? That would be a great fight, but I mean, I'm hearing so many things about Amir Khan fighting Pacquiao, and quite honestly, I don't know. I I just don't know if that fight would get made. Um, it won't. Oh, yeah, I, 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 politically speaking, Pacquiao is more realistic. Yeah, I I really don't think politically that that fight's going to get made. Oh, They're trying to juice. What Pacquiao fight? Thurman. Okay. Pacquiao Thurman. It's not going to get made. They're trying to squeeze out. As, as much uh, money from Pacquiao as possible. So, I mean, 
quite honestly, and here we are at this point in his career, he's, he's at that point now. They're not going to take fights like that. Maybe for his last fight they would do it, just like a handing of the torch fight kind of thing. But um, How many more fights do you think Yeah, I have? don't see that. Pacquiao? Yeah. Quite honestly, he's already he's already in like over the limit that I gave him. Like I wish he would have retired already. But interestingly enough, I do think that he would beat Amir Khan. Oh, and yeah. um Yeah, and you know that video that's circulating again is a video that I actually shot at the wild card of Manny Pacquiao and Amir Khan sparring. It was their first time sparring each other eight years ago. Back when we like people like me were allowed in the gym while Manny was training, and I see that that's circulating again. Um, they've obviously sparred many, many rounds since then, but that's pretty much how I still see it going. And Manny does not have the speed in his legs that he used to, and I think Amir would be would be faster. But Manny still got his angles and he still got his power, and I, I still think um, he would he would beat Amir. Was this so, was this before or after Amir got his bionic uh, arm put in or his hand? So he's got we got to remember <laughs> he's got a bionic hand now. So that's going to change the whole game. <laughs> well, it, it was before. It was right after he got knocked knocked the f out. It was after that fight for him um, when he got knocked out and he fired his team and came to the states. Look, oh wait, he yeah he got not, um, knocked out and fired his team. Got a new trainer from Miami, and then he got knocked. Then he had that fight, and then came to uh, Freddie Roach at the wild card, who he had actually approached, <clears throat> excuse me, before. But since Freddie wasn't willing to to go to Manchester to train him, he passed on Freddie and went with the other guy. <clears throat> then you know he went to bed on national television and came to the wild card. And this was, <clears throat> excuse me, the f- first fight or the first sparring match that he had with Manny. So obviously a lot of things have changed. But, you know, while there are still fights out there for Manny to win, which this is one of them, they're not going to put him in the ring with Keith Thurman. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably not. What do you, hey, RC, what do you think? What do you think, uh, you know, now that you are a new Keith uh, one-time Thurman fan, what do you think his next move should be? Um... Well, what do you, want to you know, first, like, first off, I mean, it's it's got to be the winner of Kell Brook and Errol Spence. That's that's the fight I would want to see. Um, and it didn't seem like Keith Thurman in his post fight interview was too um, was too fond of any type of uh, uh, what is it mandatories. Um, he was speaking of a mandatory he had before the Garcia fight, but he'd rather take the Garcia fight. He seems like he's about um, making boxing great again, so to speak. So um, if, if that has to be the one looking forward to. Uh, it doesn't seem like Keith Thurman's afraid of Earl Spence at all. He's he's just mentioned about the fact that, um, yeah, people are saying that he du- that people are ducking him, but you know that's how he felt two years ago, trying to build his reputation into the big fight that he had yesterday. So, um, if if that fight comes about, then yeah, I'd love to see that fight. But um, you know, honestly, Keith Thurman just needs to make sure he don't get in with the real technician out there, and and uh, I think if he did end up fighting someone like uh, the winner of Brook and Spence, I think Kell Brook would be a, a lot more of a tough fight than your boy Errol Spence. So, so um, but it, it doesn't seem like he's too worried about what's out there for him. Seems like he's going to keep on moving. So um, we'll see how it goes. But I want to see uh, Brook and Spence, the winner of that one. Man, if Thurman fights, if Thurman fights the winner of Brook and Spence next, that means he would have fought Porter, um, Garcia, and then 
Brooke or, or, or probably Spence is who I'm going to pick. But, you know, that's that's three tough-ass fights back to back to back. And, uh, you know, I don't know how many people do that. I see, I, I'm, Manny did it a few times. You know, he, he's usually got us fighting when he was in his prime. But, you know, that's a I, – I, I agree with you. Keith Thurman is trying to make – he's trying to do his thing. He's got it on CBS. You know, he's pushing – He's trying to make boxing great again, and, and he showed last night. He, I know he isn't the best skilled, but like I said, he's fast and he's strong. So everybody's a technician until they feel that they feel that power. So you know, anybody else want to say any uh, last words on this fight before we go to the uh, cross the pond? Well, one thing I gotta say is that I mean, y'all saying about how uh, Thurman. Uh, Thurman and Spence. Every time he mentions Spence's name, he always says that 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 uh, Spence is too green, too green. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not he saying did. he's afraid of. I'm not saying he's afraid of Spence, but I'm saying, but that's what always came out of his mouth whenever he mentioned Spence's name to him. He always says, "Okay, he has to build up reputation first before I fight him. He has right. to build a name for himself." And, and when RC just, like, just said, sort of, I was, I sort of was when RC just said that he said, "Oh yeah, I was that guy two years ago." You know what I'm saying? I think that's. I feel the same way you do. He might try to push like, "Hey, this guy's too young." Too. When when I was him, I had to fight my way up. You know, he might not fight him. Well, I'm just, just saying. Off the back I'm like just that. saying because like, okay, Danny Garcia said the same thing, but then he turned around. Well, there goes there goes uh, the jailbird. Janelle, you gone? Yeah, she's on that Puerto Rican Boost Mobile. All right, anybody? <laughs> hey, anybody else? Anybody else have uh, want to wrap that up? D, you got any final words, Natasha, on the fight? Nope, I I enjoyed it. I think it it was a great mental battle as well as a physical battle. I know a lot of people say he ran, but people love Floyd Mayweather and, you know, Floyd Mayweather's boxing and not getting hit. But then when Keith Thurman boxes, he's running. Whatever. I liked it. I thought it was a good fight. I will watch Keith Thurman's next fight. I will watch Danny Garcia's next fight. Good for boxing. Next. Next. Yes, ma'am. Anything, anybody want to talk about the card? Um, I saw... The first couple of fights, uh, they nothing really looked too good. Did anybody see um, Dawson Fanfar, or was that on the other card? I've seen a clip of it. <clears throat> what card was yeah, it on? Yeah, that's terrible, man. He need to quit, man. Who won? Break it down for us, D. Yeah, well, no, nah, i seen just a clip where he got uh, stopped, I believe. And uh, he, uh, yeah, I mean, why is he still fighting? He's what? That's the last uh, three. Three in a row, four in a row, he's been stopped. Stops. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, hope he got some people around him. Uh, think about his kids, you know. Yeah. And uh, he needs to hang it up, car. I believe. Yeah, that's crazy. But I think that was on, what card was that on? That was on the Skybox card, right? Uh, it was on the card. I know it wasn't televised, I, you know. Okay. We'll go to the, the UK fight. David Hay. Yeah. David Hay, the infamous UK brother. Now, it, when I, as long as I've been on the show, I've been telling people about these UK brothers. And David Hay is one of the main reasons why. He comes on there, he's looking good, and he gets beat by a cruiserweight. You know, he needs, I, I guess he tore his Achilles. You know, he tried to fight. You know, I can't. He did fight with the torn Achilles for a little bit, so I'm not going to trash him all the way. He did tear his Achilles, so I'm. You know, I, I I do understand that, but you know, that's a wrap for David. Hey, the Achilles, Kobe, 
Kobe tried to come back from Achilles. Uh, he was never really the same. This is boxing. That's a wrap. David Hayes should have fought Briggs a long time ago. He should have did something bigger than what he's been doing. So now all, all those BS fights that he's been he's taking the last, what, year and a half, two years, it done backfired. All that BS that he's been doing is backfired. Pretty much. Now he's not going to get the big payday. So I hope people learn from that. If y'all are any anybody listening to me now, you're not promised tomorrow at all. It could be you could be dead. It could be your Achilles. It could be your knee. You could get some guy uh, just yesterday was driving on the street and a bolt came off somebody's truck, went through the windshield and killed a guy. Nothing is promised. So if you're gonna BS like David Hay did, just you know, David Hay threw it threw it all this big payday away. He should have did it early. Take your paydays now, man. He should have fought Briggs. He could have got paid. Now it's over. Um, R.I.P. to uh, David Hayes' career. Yeah, I mean the whole thing is. No, that's not true. Yeah. He could he could fight David Price. Listen, <laughs> they're, both <laughs> for, they're both looking for the same thing here. Like I don't know in some kind of charity matchup or whatever. But just saying, there's a lot of unemployed heavyweights over there. I don't think it's over for him completely. I don't think he has any money fights left. But I also don't think Shannon Briggs would have been a money fight for him. I think this was the money fight. So, you know, I guess it's just a different way of looking at it. And tomorrow is not guaranteed. I agree with that. But I think he knows that his shelf life is is, is kind of coming up. And that might have been it last night. But I, I really think that David Hay makes business decisions. And for whatever reason, that fight was made more business sense for him. And I can see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that probably made more money than Briggs. Uh, would it have been more competitive? I don't know. Uh, Briggs might could have took him out last night after that Achilles heel. I would rather get taken out by Bellu than Briggs, though. So I'm just saying there was <laughs> there was more um, less risk, more reward fighting uh, Tony Bellu last night. And regardless of how it ended. No, I, yeah. I, I, I just disagree that it was a bad business decision. I think that was the right business decision for him. And I also think he really believed that he, he could win that fight. And I guarantee you right now he is at home cursing the Achilles heel thinking he could have won that fight. So you never know with boxing. It's not just skill and preparation. There, there is luck to boxing, and that's, that's just that sucks. You can't, you know, especially with... His right hand, like, just took it right away from him because he couldn't plant, couldn't punch. Like, and he tried. You could see him really trying and being really frustrated at what was what was unfolding. But I don't know. May, will the excuse work again? I mean, he did hurt his little toe against Klitschko. Will it? Will Will his <laughs> fans see through it, or will they say, "Hey, he was injured. It was just you know a tough circumstance. He still got it." I think they will. I think they'll pay again. I think they will else, pay again. Did anybody else laugh when he fell through the ropes? Or was I the only one? <laughs> I I think yeah. I said Irma Gerd or something. I don't know. I, I did It did spurn a reaction. I, I don't know if it was laughter, but it was like, holy something. Yeah, David Hay. I mean, he's 36, you know, he, 36 years old. That's an Achilles. Now, Achilles, that's major. That's major. So I'm a, you know, I, I'm that's not. Major. See, I wonder what extent is injured, though. Because you've seen other people with that kind of injury, and you can't even walk. So I'm wondering if it's like a, not like, you know, 
a full-blown Achilles heel, yeah, blown, Kobe, blown out. Yeah, Kobe tore his Achilles heel, and he could uh, he shot his, he could barely shoot his free throws, and then they took him off. You know, but yeah. you know, you know, you're hyping there. Like I've seen guys blow their knee out and play the rest of a football game, and then not being able to walk afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So it, you, you, I don't know. That's why I'm gonna do a little more research to see. But I thought it said ruptured, like. That was a wrap for his Achilles. The Achilles is is so thin. I think it said ruptured. So I, you know, I think that might be a wrap for Hay, man. At thirty six years old, he messed up. He messed up when he tried showboating right off the bat like that. I knew baby was going to come to fight. He should have known that too. You know, by a fat cruiserweight, RC. You check out. <laughs> you check out the fight. Yeah, I checked it out. Um, yeah, I can't believe David Hay lost to that doughboy. That was insane, man. And, yeah, he's right. That showboat really costed him yesterday. And it probably costed him more than just a fight. It probably costed him the rest of his big paydays out there unless he could somehow sneak in a big fight with Anthony Joshua or something down the line where he's uh, just oh, uh, easy pickings, you know. So um, oof, it's looking pretty bad right now for Hay, especially with the way the heavyweight division's going. We got the talent right now, and if he wants to get in with some of those guys that aren't able to get those big fights just to try to make up for this this loss to value, and however however long it'll take <laughs> to recover, we'll see how that hey. goes. But I was really surprised that he lost yesterday. Were you really hey, you surprised? I, have y'all not been listening to me? Are you really surprised when a UK brother loses like that? Especially David Hay. It doesn't, like, I wasn't surprised. Like, you know, it didn't surprise me. It was ridiculous. I think David Hay is way better than that. You know, he was, at one point, he was the best, well, one of the best in the game to get beat, you know, it, but it didn't surprise me, man. Janelle, you back on? No, he's not. D, what'd you think, man? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I think right here. Uh, you got, you got, okay, like before hey, the fight happened, I think. Real quick. I checked the archives. You did not pick Bellew. All right, that must have been on the one that got canceled. That canceled. Uh, (laughs) It must have been a. No, you remember that, damn. No, hell no. You remember the one that got canceled, the the, the ghost show. Ghost show. I don't know what you're talking about. I could have sworn I said it on that one, too, though. Nope. You picked Dave. Hey, you said he had a chance. You know, you and uh, Janelle, they were doing a lot of uh, riding the fence. But what do you think about the fight? It was, hey, it was what I thought that was a strong possibility could happen. Uh, Baylor, Baylor uh, didn't want to go out the same way he lost against Steven, Stevenson. And I knew he was coming to fight. I just knew it. Uh, you don't talk that much trash that he talked and not show up. You know? Now you got Baylor calling out uh, Wilder. Nigga, please. <laughs> So, hey, hey, division done got a little bit more interesting. I'm glad to see that. I want to see David A. retire, man. You know, never been a big fan of him like that. So, so, so Bellew, so you think Bellew can make a run? Bellew makes heavyweights interested to you, D? Uh, I mean, hey, he's a character. He's got a personality. Sure, I'm all for that right there. Will he be a threat? Not to any of the real good guys, you know, or T probably uh, knocks him out fairly early. Uh, you know, Fury ever comes back, Fury and knock him out. Any of the top guys I can see beat, I would, I would have to go with the other guys, you know. Josh would definitely kill him. Shit, Klitschko probably definitely, you know, takes care of him. 
uh, you know, uh, Parker. Parker probably beats him. So uh, basically, Will. so like in the big scheme of things, this was meaningless. A bell you win was meaningless. We needed for for the heavyweights to to reach its peak. We needed David Hayter. David Hayter win. Do we agree with that? Pretty much, but it didn't happen. And you know, well, yeah, even if David had won, what? I mean, what was he gonna do? It would have been a good uh, a fight, a fight, a fight that everybody probably would have watched, and that's about it. Against any of these top guys, he ain't fought nobody, and that's why I went with Bayou. Who's he fought since Klitschko? Who's he fought since Klitschko fight? Uh, Doughboy. Yeah, Chizor, uh, he fought some. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, we talked about the last time. I don't say I won't say you know? he fought unknown guys. You know, trying to dodge whoever, no. trying to dodge Briggs. Deep down, he knows he can't probably, you know, he probably knows he can't, he, he ain't got no chance beating these other guys, but he's selling it, you know, he was trying to sell it, and I'm sure he'll try to keep selling it. But, uh, uh, you know, hey, at least we ain't got to worry about him, uh, you know, I don't see him getting any fight with any big, you know, maybe it might be a tune-up for somebody. If that happens, I don't see any of these top guys, you know. And you know he ain't gonna want to fight nobody like a Ortiz, or you know he ain't gonna want to. He don't want to fight somebody that's trying to get to the top. He, he, when he want, I'm sure he could shoot after the big fish. Personally, I like. I personally, I think he'll probably really push for the rematch. It's gonna take David Hay a year. Kobe Bryant was out for a whole year, like months, nine months, I think, six months. So, so we'll see. It might not be as bad as, uh, you know, like I say, he sure did hop up. He hopped up faster than I thought he was going to. I thought that was it. They about to call it right there. 12 round. Yeah, you know, but the crowd, or uh, the corner threw in the towel. And, uh, you know, and that's how it went. But Hey, Natasha. I don't know. You still on? Yeah, I'm still here. Yes, um, I, before, I know you might have to go, so I want to throw this out to you before, um, you know, just on a whole different subject. Uh, okay. You are a female boxer, correct? This is correct. Although yeah. I'm not a pro or an amateur, I just have been you boxing for a very long time. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And uh, Carissa Shields is headlining a, a, a fight card. I think it's on Thursday. Or yep. Uh, will you be checking this out? Are you excited? Oh. Of course! She's so exciting. Oh my god, I love Clarissa Shields. I'm total fangirl. Like, literally taped the Olympics so I could watch her fights. She's awesome. I think she is so bad news to anybody willing to step in the ring against her. I'm so happy for her, and damn right I'm going to support my girl. I, I'm excited about that fight. Do you think, like, we've had this discussion, and you know, like most men, we're very, uh, What's it called? Um, Sexist? Misogynistic? Stupid? What? Yeah, yeah. misogynistic. (laughs) You know, I call myself a black Al Bundy, but I'm willing to learn. Uh, You know, do you think we we discussed like, hey, for for women's boxing to be big, like Clarissa Shields, she had a um, she had an interview maybe two or three weeks ago. She said this is the year for women's boxing. She's talking about headline pay per view. You know, and I want to check her out. But does she have does she have what it takes to do that? Is she and yeah. Wolf? Is she and Wolf like bringing the people in, or is she yes. Floyd Mayweather put boxing skills? 
no. knocking people out? She's let's be honest let's break it down in a different way we've had some very skilled female fighters that never got any attention they've only gotten shade from the boxing world i have to say um and it listen i'm choking on my words because i hate saying it gina carano ronda rousey they made combat sports women's combat sports watchable and that wasn't with boxing it's because they were part of a brand new sport called MMA, and they were given a chance, and they shone. Gina Carano, I think, was the first female fighter to headline a pay-per-view event in combat sports, and she did very well. Ronda Rousey did even better until my girl Holly Holm knocked her out, but whatever. Anyway, I'm just saying, it's not just men. It's the boxing community that needs to give this a chance. Because the the U or the MMA community has, and it's proven that these girls can sell fights and that they can have very crowd pleasing fights. So well, why wouldn't boxing be able to do that? Boxing for me is a much more watchable sport. I enjoy it so much more. There's well, there's nothing. Now. Well, pardon me. Female. Listen, a girl as athletic as this- Clarissa Shields. She should be able to sell it. It shouldn't take a pretty face and a nice booty to sell female boxing. I think that's, that's what it's going to take, though, Natasha. No, I don't think so. I hey, think if no, you're no. a real boxing fan and you can appreciate skills, you're going to love Clarissa Shields. Oh, yeah, and if you're we not, all love you know her. what? Screw off, then. Look at the ring card girls. You have no business even having an opinion. She's the real deal. You watch but her fight and you tell enough- me. But to take it to another level, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, I think. To take it to another level... Natasha, there got to be a killer. Is she that killer to really like that? Take it to another level to make the people really be hey, talking and stuff. Hey, D, are you listening? Because I just asked that question. <laughs> we just asked I, that question. Hey, and I'm yeah, going to say I don't, I don't personally, know, personally <laughs> I think Shields. I think Shields isn't an ugly, ugly lady. She has this Serena Williams type of look to her. Uh, you know, she's not ugly. I think, but I just don't know if she. I don't know if she's a killer. Like like D said. We don't want to watch boxing. You know, people Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't start off something with just boxing. Hey, we're gonna show women's boxing now. We know women's got skills in the boxing, just like basketball, WNBA, but they're not dunking. it's sort of she's not Ann Wolf. And that's what I'm no. afraid that she's not yeah. Ann Wolf and she's just gonna filter out like everybody else. But you know what? Any boxer can say that. Look at all the people who who are commenting on how boring Garcia and Thurman was. Because it's not Gotti Ward or Castillo Corrales, they think it's a failure as a boxing match. You know what? Those people are not going to like Clarissa Shields. People like me will love her. But I've also been watching boxing for how long? I've been talking boxing every day for 15 years. Like, I'm going to appreciate her more. She's not going to be... And listen, I love Gotti Ward and Ann Wolf and all of that. And, and I think you're right to a degree. I think that would bring the spectacular kind of the, the fireworks to the sport of women's boxing. But you know what? Katie Taylor did all right. She did all right on her undercard. A lot of people talking about that. I think the acceptance needed to happen first. And I think that acceptance has happened because of MMA. 
not because of boxing. So I think that actually paved the way for, for women's boxing. And I hope that people appreciate her because she is really skilled. And you know what? People hate on Serena Williams and Venus Williams still to this day because they don't want them to win because they're not the tall, skinny little athlete that, that everyone thinks a tennis player should be. But you know what? Who cares about those people? They're not the ones who love the sport. They're the ones who love the image. And I'm not speaking to those people. I'm speaking about the people who love the sport. They will love Clarissa Shields. I feel you. I'm going to personally watch her. Uh, I'm, I went to the award fight, but I got there late. I thought she was going to be on the uh, actual card, you know, but, uh, but she wasn't. So I missed her fight. But I will check it out. If I don't check it out, I'll at least record it and, and give her a chance. I'm uh, I'm willing to do that. So uh, you know, hopefully she does. She's spectacular. Now, her being a woman, I got to be equal, right? Everybody wants their it needs to be equal, right? So I'm gonna do her just like I do the guys when I say those guys, those Irish guys come and fight for their first time on TV. I'm only gonna give her one, maybe two chances. So she's mm-hmm. gonna have to show us something, right, for us to yeah, to see it. That's fair. Uh, so, you know what though. And one thing, too, that I hope that we can stay away from on OTG, at least, is when she had that interview and she clearly didn't have any makeup on, her hair wasn't, like, brushed and whatever, and she, I got, my news feed was completely solid with all this criticism on how she looked from other female boxers, male fans, everything. And to me, it's like, any, you know what I mean? Stop it already. With the exception of Adrian Broner, when do we pick apart somebody's appearance? Again, the exception of Adrian Broner. He gets it no matter what. But just stop hey, already. Westbrook. Who? Oh, Russ Westbrook. I mean, I mean, he'd be looking like fucking, he look like Pee Wee Herman off the basketball court. <laughs> he look, he look, he, he'd be just, look, just looking downright ridiculous. I mean, I'm like, what the hell has he got on? <laughs> to it me, looks like I, he it's got refreshing. out of an explosion. <laughs> it's refreshing. For, for, for once, we have a female athlete who's not looking for a reality show contract and trying to be all Kardashian. She's an athlete. Just give her a break. You know, she, let her impress you in the ring and just leave it at that. No, I feel you. You know, RC, chime in. She's, um, she's got a chance. I'll, I'll check it out on Thursday. Um, you said it's Thursday, right? <clears throat> yeah. hey, Natasha, I'll give her a chance, just like anybody else. Natasha, I don't know if you heard the uh, the the last the show that we did talk about this, but uh, since you're on the show and these guys have done a complete 180, now they want to give her a Listen, chance. Well, uh, and all I, that. Can but, you know. no, no, I can be a little persuasive. I can be a little persuasive. They're gentlemen. I would say one thing. No, I did ahead. see one. I saw her fight. Um, it was an undercard of our word and cold letter I went to. Right. Out in Vegas, and I saw her fight. I don't think it was televised, but the fight was actually dull. I, 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 I wasn't impressed with that fight. And that's the, um... That's understandable. She doesn't have a style that's going to match up well against everyone. That's totally granted. And as we know, and every casual and plebe knows, styles make fights. So she's going to have to be, um... She's going to have to be matched up, uh with good strategy. She is not, she's not that crowd pleasing and wolf style or, you know, Irish Mickey Ward style. She doesn't have that. She has a deeper toolbox and you have to really appreciate the art of boxing. So I hope that they match her up. Well, um, they do need to put her against a come forward fighter 
who will create some action that she can she can do stuff off of because she really she really is talented, you guys. I really hope you give her a chance. No, we definitely will, and I hope they do that. They have to. Um, they've got to because her first fight, she cannot go out there and put on a Floyd Mayweather performance, even if it's perfect and it's and it's flawless. Exactly. They're going to tell her to go right back down to the amateurs and they're going to call her an Olympic sensation and not good for pro, which which is which would be too bad. She really is good. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's because, you know, it's unfair, but it is what it is at this. You know, it's unfair that but it's not unfair because it's it's not. I say that. But every time an Irish guy comes over. And and Patty tells me, oh, you gotta watch this guy. He it's his, his this is his first fight. You need to watch Marnino. Somebody ever I say, okay, I'm gonna give right. this guy a shot. He's gotta prove it. So I just want her. I I personally want her. Hopefully they put her in there with somebody uh, that she can look good against. I don't. You know, good against. Yeah, I does. actually think instead of Irish fighters, I would say that Cuban fighters tend to get that that same shade from the boxing community. Because they are um, such celebrated amateurs in the Olympics, and their style is definitely um, defensive and not getting hit. Look at Rigandow. I mean, he's he's such a clever defensive fighter, but, but he gets no love. Even from Floyd fans, who should love him if they love that style. He's excellent at it. Um, but he doesn't get any love, you know? And I think that's what might be happening. She also has the added unfortunate... Um, the, the the added not the anti benefit of people not wanting to watch her because she's a girl, so she has a she has an uphill battle. But that's you know I'm a huge fan of the underdog. She is an underdog. She's a female fighter trying to make it in the pro world, and so I'm going to be rooting for her. Cool, cool. Any anybody else? So, uh, all right. Let's see let's see what we got next week. If there's anything we need to cover. Uh, doesn't really look like it. Um, like we said, we got Shields. She's fighting Sylvia Zabato, six rounds for the uh, just female, uh, just a, a middleweight fight. Um, well, there's a junior bantamweight belt on the line, I think. Uh, Conlin versus Kadorza. I don't really, bantamweight, I don't think anybody's really worried about that. So, um, hey, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank y'all for uh, being on this second episode of the uh the Willow Wilson Hour. Natasha, thank you for uh, gracing us with your presence. D, uh, I think D's gone. I think Natasha's gone too. Janelle, RC, any last words? Hey, all my phone was cutting out, man. I missed the whole goddamn show. Y'all cut me off. <laughs> Let's just get Triple G versus Jacobs in already, man. My new boy, Triple G, because like he said, Canelo is nothing. So definitely, and we'll be back next week. Um, hopefully, RC will be hosting. You know, I'm not really, you know, I just wanted to do a few Willow Wilson hours, man. So, um, again, thank you, thank you for everybody. We'll be definitely talking about the big fight, Danny Jacobs versus Triple G, previewing that next week. Uh, shout out to Shug, shout out to the whole OTG fam, uh, Nino, Patty, everybody. Appreciate y'all coming, and we'll check y'all out next week. Peace. I just don't know. We ain't the 305. Still, some about that Central Cali vibe. Feels like I'm dead inside. Yeah, I feel so alive. I'm
been through the struggle. I bring my rewards in and out with the trouble. Thought life was nothing but pick six and double doubles till the light went off and I hit my rebuttal. In the home of the huskies and bull pups. Doggos got us doing so much. We do figure eights, not donuts. Staying in the kings and the giants got us sold up. Throwing the you until I throw up. Even though I'm grown, I really don't know much. Born in the east, but the west is my home. Ain't over till I got a statue of my own, but I just don't know. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.